Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Coming up on the Emerging Podcast scene presented by Extend Technologies, is there a new head coach hiring trend in the NFL that's right underneath our noses? And to many, he's disgraced, but to some, Urban Meyer might be the bell of the ball. Could he get back into coaching? It's all coming up on the Emerging Podcast scene presented by Extend Technologies on 92.3 The Fan Extra. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies. Do you remember Ryan Hickey from CBS Sports Radio? Oh, yeah. Um, He just said... He said when Baker Mayfield gets the proper help and just has some continuity, he's a damn good player. The guy is good. And I just responded to him and go, you can say that about 90% of quarterbacks. Uh, Blake Bortles went to the AFC Championship game. That is always my, my go-to. Blake Bortles went to 80% Championship game. He went to an AFC Championship game and was a penalty, I believe, an offsides uh, by the defense. Someone will yell at their radio and tell me who it was. Somebody was offsides to give Tom Brady another down, or they would have been going to the Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure. Almost That's positive. Well, that happened against Kansas, Kansas City. Kansas City, too. Yep. Uh, but there are a, a more quarterbacks than probably people like me would like to admit, because when we're in the wars, when we are in, it was the Baker Wars, without a doubt, and we had many wars before that. I probably talk in a few too many absolutes. Like, this guy... Can't do it. He's not going to be the guy. Because they have to make a decision. They can't just be, well, he's this or that. No, it's their quarterbacks. They have to make a decision. I am freezing my ass off in here. Even Zach Jackson today with us, and boy, did we unearth some great stuff about the defense. I wish I had that pullover. Maybe some flaws, some kinks in the armor about the defense. Zach also said, you know, flat out still, he does not think Baker Mayfield can win a Super Bowl. Just flat out cannot win it. And if you watch Baker this year, his advanced analytical numbers, I think, had him around like 12, which is pretty damn good. For should, ba- I, I didn't think Baker could get back there. I didn't. You want to do a test of Mitch's listening? Sure. Should we ask tomorrow, do you believe right now Deshaun Watson could win a Super Bowl with the Browns? Run a poll. You want to do a poll? Oh, boy. Tomorrow? Oh, boy. You think people are going to get mad? They're going to get mad, but... 
I mean, that's what the Browns have to always wonder. Actually, the Browns with that contract they gave out, I don't think it matters whether they thought whether they. I think they still have to play it out one more year, no matter what. Even if the Browns were like, ah, it's not looking great, they still have to play it out another year. It's not like they can do what Denver did with they Russell have to Wilson. Play it out two more years. I don't know. I think if uh, if they were like seven and ten next year. Who? And Watson is the injured. Browns. Yeah, and if Watson was banged up and what, I think they would start to start to move on, start the process of moving on. I do. What's the process of moving on? I think the process of moving on is potentially because they can't just cut them. They can't even do what Denver did. I think they'd have to talk to him and say, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna bring in another quarterback and maybe have a competition." It's not good for anybody. I mean, no, it's but, not. But it, look, if Deshaun is bad next year, that's not good either. So, if he's banged up or is not close to the shoulder, is not, you know, remotely what it was, and he's lost the arm strength or velocity, and he's still making bad decisions. Guess and, I don't want to ask that question tomorrow. Yeah, no. it's tough. It's tough because you. But but I still think one more year is what they're going to have to give it, and then after that, I mean, they may have to. Oh, and you might be right. They may have to give him two years, but. Like I said, they're going to start the process. Maybe that process is... I'm just is, saying that because of money. I yeah. just think uh, fiscally, right, it's not... Money, respect. power, respect. Yeah. You know, that's, that's now I'm... the exact well, thing, Kit. I'm fleshing know. it out. I'm fleshing it out. Maybe I'm wrong because they could probably just say, well, Stefanski has had competitive offenses with Jacoby Brissett. He's had competitive offenses with P.J. Walker. Joe Flacco. DTR, Joe Flacco. I mean, the list goes on. Kirk Cousins. I mean, maybe they'd say, hey, even if even if he's Russell Wilson, Russ this year did what? Didn't turn the ball over as much. Uh, still wasn't making a ton of great plays, but he was stable. Mm-hmm. That the Browns could still win games with that. They're not going to win a Super Bowl like that. No. Just like Sean Payton knows they're not going to win a Super Bowl. But Sean Payton's in position to move on yeah. from Russell Wilson, even we if it not. means eating... So you know what? We're going to have to have a conversation about the or the restructuring. We did a little bit today, yeah. but we're going to have to have a conversation about the restructuring. Of the Everyone's contract. saying it's a guarantee. It doesn't matter. It's They have to do it. So because of that, they're going to restructure, and boy, it increases the pain if this doesn't work out. If what I just told you happens and Watson's not good this year or banged up again. It increases the pain. I mean, you are screwed. You are, it's it, it not screwed because, hey, even Denver won how many games this year? But you're in trouble. You're in big trouble. Yeah, but if you feel that he is a liability, yeah. what a else liability. are you going to do? I don't think you could think Watson's a liability. You just say he's a, he's a um, a shell of what he was. So far in Cleveland, he, to me, is a shell of what he was. People are all going to say, what about the second half against the Ravens? It was a great second half. I've seen Gardner Minshew play better in a half. Like, I've just seen... I've seen I've seen all these guys. I've seen bad quarterbacks have good halves. I mean that that that's just not enough. That's just not enough anymore. It's got to be more. You guys got to want more. I think I'm starting to see a trend in the NFL, coaching. There, I, I walked in. A lot of people nationally are talking about whether or not Nick Sirianni is going to be fired by the Philadelphia Eagles. Like unbelievable when they were just in the Super Bowl last year, but. This was an un- unceremonial end. Didn't they lose six to seven? Yep. Yeah, Down they the stretch, ten and one, yep. and including the playoff game, they finished one and six. Yeah. So that's that's not very good. 
Uh, I I don't like to have knee-jerk reactions. Now, I say that some of the people in Philly are crazy, but, you know, they they know, I will give them this, they know that windows are only so 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 open so long. Um, They've also proven that, they're, they're unlike the Browns, when they blow things up, they can get right back quickly. Yes, they can. That is true. That is not something, that's not a formula a lot of NFL teams can go to. No. Well, the, I mean, you got to have a little bit of luck there, too. I yeah. mean, got, yeah. some of the guys that have fallen to them. Again, A.J. Brown being traded for oh. a, a can of Pringles. It ruined to Mike them. Vrabel in exactly. Tennessee. Yes. Well, there were some people, when, when we were talking about Vrabel, thanks for bringing that up. Like I said, hey, Columbus has to, they have to explore it, even though they're not going to get rid of Ryan Day. And, you know, a little bit of that was knee jerk reaction, I'll admit. But there were some people going, oh, Mike Vrabel. I'm like, man, I got to tell you, I think he's been disenchanted with the Titans since. Yeah. I think he was thinking about his exit since then, since that moment. Like, you're trading away good football players for basically salami sandwiches. Like, what are we doing? What are you doing? Oh, tight ends don't matter. No, tight ends do matter. You have a tight end right here. And then you went out and got Traylon Burks, who is not mm-hmm. what AJ Brown is. Not bad, but he ain't AJ Brown. So that is a that was a terrible decision by them. But now I'm looking at it and I'm I'm thinking this. Use Rabel as an example. When he got hired, now they made a weird decision. The Titans are not necessarily the example I want because they made a weird decision before because they had a really good they had a pretty good football coach before when 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 Vrabel got hired before that because they had um. What they had malarkey, malarkey? I get it mixed up. Wizen, did they but have Wizen Hunt? They did have Wizen, yeah, Wizen Hunt. Hunt. Yeah, but it was before those then, guys. Obviously, Jeff Fisher. It was before Munchak, Malarkey. Either way, they weren't that bad. They've but always I, been former eight, player, eight, by the way. Former player, by the forever. way. Munchak, former player, former guard, guard, guard. Vrabel comes in, former player, gets them built to the number one seed in the AFC. D'Amico Ryan's comes in, former player. They win the AFC South in, with the Houston Texans. Doug Peterson, technically former player. Not with the, he was a former player, the backup quarterback, started some games. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars won the AFC South. I, I wrote down a couple other names. I brought it up with you on the air real quick. Mm-hmm. Are we starting to see... Now, these guys are not the oldest guys in the world. Peterson's been around the block. But Vrabel's not that old. D'Amico Ryans isn't obviously isn't that old. You mentioned Antonio Pierce. I mean, we watched him play not too terribly long ago. I heard. Uh, Are we starting Dan uh, Campbell down the road? Larry Foote. You, Real, I, yeah, I, yeah. He's with he's with uh, Bulls, I think. In so Tampa Bay. I watch these guys, and I think former players. They are not stupid. You know, there was a time where former players. They wouldn't believe any of this. They would call it gobbledygook about um about uh analytics, whatever. Yeah. Well, these guys know that it has its place. They grew up in it. But you have these guys now who are smarter. That I'm wondering if that's going to be the new trend. Guys mm. who gave ten years in the league. Guys who played defense in the league. They got to be smart. They got to know what offenses are going to do. And they are not just guys who were on the peripheral. Or are really really smart quarterback coaches, not the the quote unquote nerds. I hate using that term, but that's you know that's what a lot of football guys call them, like the guys who have found the right mix. D'Amico Ryan's who knows what it takes. He's not that far away from playing. He knows what these guys go through. He reaches these guys. Dan Campbell knows what these guys go through. Reaches these guys like Dan Campbell sounds like a person in a movie. 
He looks like somebody they would cast as a psychotic football coach in a movie. Honestly, Dan Campbell could look like the football coach in Revenge of the the Nerds. I know John Goodman is the the coach there, but honestly, like if Dan Campbell stopped in and was the head coach in Revenge of the Nerds, nobody would blink an eye. Is that the next trend? Former players, guys who can reach these guys, guys who know what they're going through, but also aren't, aren't bullheaded enough to not believe in analytics, to not believe in what fourth down means, what mm-hmm. what fourth down and distance means, what going for it in this situation and that situation is going to make a difference. That if if you go for it twice for a two-point conversion, you're going to get it. The difference in probability with the types of quarterbacks that you have, the type of offensive line that you have, if you get some sort of a penalty and it goes from the usual extra point spot to in between extra point and the goal line, how much more probable are you to go for two to get the two? Like, they don't just... Like, the days of Joe Bugle, no offense to him, (laughs) those are done. And now you got these guys who played, and and they played with these principles. And so now that they play with these principles, they love the sport, they want to be around it, and they have what it takes to be a head coach, we're starting to see these rebuilds done by former players. Is that the next trend? Well, I said the, the, the Raiders had taken these big swings at Gruden and then McDaniels, so they're like, well, those things didn't work. We had a culture guy in Gruden, you know, a, a guy who could talk to talk. You had a, a smart guy, so to speak, in McDaniels who's, who's seen it all and has won Super Bowls yeah. as a coordinator and has been there, done that, even worked on the defensive side of the ball a couple times with New England, and none of that worked, let's try a former player. I mean, that's, that's, that's where you go next, that's what right? I'm saying. That's where you go next. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, in a lot of it, it, you see former players, and they try to be head coaches, and some people have, have tried some offbeat things. Like, um, I, I look at college. Again, offbeat doesn't mean it can't work. Uh, they're, they're, they have poured what they're doing into Colorado. Uh, they, I, they said they were going to go out and pound the transfer portal for offensive linemen. I was skeptical, and they went out and pounded the transfer portal for offensive linemen. I don't know how many of those guys could play, but, I mean, there you got Dion, former player. I think he made a terrible mistake, and I think it was proven during the season when he moved on from uh, Sean Lewis, who I'm going to be paying attention to as San Diego State. It's going to be one of the Ken Carmen family of teams that I – that I like Brought to, in, huh? that yeah, that I like to, um, I like to follow in college football. Sean, I hope you have your ghostwriter. Yes, ready. sir, absolutely. So, I, I that's one of the things that I pay attention to. But I think he made a mistake. But they're going after him. Um, Trent Dilfer at UAB in his rebuild process. Those guys, I, I think that we're finding out there's different ways to do this, and the trends. They, the trends that there's always something hot that that gets somebody's attention. Somebody's got to be willing to do it the first time. D'Amico Ryan's great culture got that franchise turned around. They had Jack Easterby. The whole the whole Watson thing with Jack Easterby. I mean that was more bund. Nobody cared about Texans football. Now I mean hey after they beat us they're one of the big talks of the league outside of the guys that might get fired because they lost their pl- playoff games but they're the talk of the league. And I think that some owners might look at that and go, I want that. That's what I want for my team. I wonder if it's – I'm just asking you maybe if you showing, think it's the next trend. And they're showing it can be done yeah. fast. Yeah. My God. Look, the we got Texas, no time to wait. Do you remember when the Browns' schedule uh, – the, the year before, when last season ended, everyone's like, all right, here's your schedule. You're playing the AFC South. And everybody's like, oh, Texans, that's a win, right? Yeah. By the way, it ended up being a blowout win. But that was the regular season – 
these things change on a dime. You never know when you've got a team on a schedule. Hell, we had the Eagles in, uh, in, in training camp. Did they go to Philly for yes. training camp with the Eagles this year? Went to Philly. Uh, and, and it's like, oh, it's Super Bowl, Super Bowl runner-up. This is going to truly carve out you know, what, you, what, what the Browns are going to do. We'll see how they, how they do competitively against the Eagles. And it's like, ah, the Eagles end up being a, a foot-out-the-door team at the end of the year. Just never know. These things could change so fast. And you know, the other thing is, I, I joked. Well, it wasn't really a joke. I think we made a segment out of this a couple of years ago about whether I could coach in the NFL not knowing X's and O's mm-hmm. or having played the game. And obviously, it's a ridiculous premise. But I said, well, wait a second. What if I would have been on, uh, been with Brandon Staley at John Carroll? Right. And I would have been his position coach. I would have been, when he was a defensive coordinator, I would have been the DB coach because uh, let's, let's say he's a really good friend and he taught me in a year everything he knew about being a DB coach. And then I watched him as someone who I, I like to think I can absorb things uh, and learn and have a best practices and, and, and all that stuff. And I would have, if it were my full-time job, I would have been doing research. I would have been in the film room. I would have been putting the requisite hours. Let's say I was single and had nothing else to do. And then next thing you know, uh, Staley gets hired as a defensive coordinator in the NFL after a few years, and then he brings me along, and I keep elevating, and I'm learning. I'm a sponge, and now I'm learning how to deal with NFL players. And so now it's not, who's this Lima guy? Now I've got five years in, and I'm a high riser because this is what happens. This is mm-hmm. what literally happens mm-hmm. in the NFL with some guys that don't play, that never played the sport ever. I don't know how far did Kyle Shanahan obviously had a built-in advantage. Kyle, did, Kyle Shanahan played a wide receiver at Texas. He, he was he really? He was a wide receiver right, so at that's Texas. That's a bad example. I, uh, don't, I don't think him. I don't know how many career catches yeah, yeah. he had, Anthony. I mean, yeah. he is Mike Shanahan's sure. son. Well, Tom Izzo's kid just scored a basket. In a in a college basketball game. I mean, game, Devo, they went crazy. How, many, how many? Honestly, how many of Devo Sweeney's sons played at Clemson? Remember, yeah. remember the whole joke about who was it who kept kicking to Devo Sweeney's son on kickoff, and they had to take <laughs> him out of there. Bob Stoops' kid has been at Oklahoma for seven years. That's right. <laughs> yeah, still playing that's receiver. right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So that's right. All I'm saying is, like, I know on its face sounds ridiculous. Oh, now I think I can coach in the NFL. Well, the, you work towards it, and when it becomes your full time job. Uh, yo, could you be an investment banker if you spent five years learning how to be an investment banker and learning from people that know what the hell they're yeah, talking that's about? On the job training. Yeah. That is the most asinine thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. By the way, that is a a two time national championship <laughs> program, and you're just letting your son play on kick return yeah. because he's your son. There is no doubt in my mind, Axel. You better be ready to play for the Akron Zips. You will no. be on that field in D one football hell with the yeah. Akron Zips. Come hell or high water. So he so, doesn't even know. You better, you better strap up, buddy. You're gonna so, be getting your head taken off. So, so all this is to call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as thirty minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have forty-seven new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Unbelievable. All this is to say that a former player knows a little bit of X's and O's, could know, but they can certainly learn once they're there and they can delegate. And all that stuff is very important. The difference between the former player and you, Anthony, is that they have the advantage of going... You remember seeing me in a game. You know I dealt with this pressure. Yeah. Yeah. So they are getting the benefit of the doubt from the current players. Yeah, they have a buy-in. They have a quicker buy-in. Exactly. I think that's what I – Pierce is, is an Antonio Pierce. Yeah, I do yeah. think that can come off a little. That can come off the wrong way if you don't have the right people around you. You have to have good coaches around you, and right. it kind of like what were the Raiders you have to be able to humble yourself some? Yeah, to what, know that yeah. you don't know it all. Yeah, and what I liked about the Raiders, and this is what I liked about Antonio Pierce. I mean, they'll probably go somewhere else with it because it's the Raiders. I don't know, but it's like all right. He's had, interviewing with Tennessee. You had Ted Hendrickson. You had Jim Otto so in, in the wheelchair with one leg. Um, they, it, you know, Max Crosby towards the end of the year. It's kind of like you were, it's kind of like you were getting the autumn wind blowing again. Right. Like you got guys in there who, you got to go back to basics and what's it mean to be a Raider? Because that mm. is one of the that is one of the football that is one of the franchises that. It did feel like they were like we're yeah. in Vegas now. We're going to be the Las Vegas Raiders and. Antonio Pierce is like, no, dude, you're always the Oakland Raiders. Don't forget where you came from. But We're going it, it, back to Oakland. The Raiders are the – but they'll, they'll look at it and they'll say the Raiders are the Raiders. And so Las Vegas is a wide-open town, and so you're the Raiders. You are a Raider, and it means something different to be that way, and you have to get those guys to buy in is what I think. It, it, like, <sighs> no offense to Tony Baselli. How much does it mean to be a Jacksonville Jaguar? You're, enough for you're an NFL football player. Jalen Ramsey to immediately one out of there. Like if you were to be drafted, I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. If if you have any knowledge of history, which a lot of players actually don't, but if you have any knowledge of history, <laughs> and most of them don't know we came from Baltimore. They, Jarvis Landry didn't know that, or that Baltimore came That's from crazy. us. If you have any knowledge of it, you get drafted by the Raiders. Like that's you're a Raider. Like that's you know the history of it. There's very few teams that could say it. But and I think that a player, a guy who either played against it or lived it, knows that they could draw that out of it. And I think they could do that more than me, just a guy who came up studying, but never was on the field against the Raiders or with the Raiders or anything yeah. like that. I think that's the difference for a lot of people. And I think that a player who may have been on a team that built knows what these guys are going through. Like there's a video going around right now, Dan Campbell talking about talking to his teams about trusting him in, in camp. You got to trust me. Uh, Cause he's been through it. He, he has, he played for the lions for crying out loud. Dan yep. Campbell did. So he's, he's seen them at their, at, at not obviously not at their best, but he's seen them with hope. He's seen them in despair. 
Uh, he's he's lived that, and so he knows it. And I that's part of the reason I did think he was good. I thought he was smart. I thought he was a good hire. I thought that he would have his stuff together because I'd seen him be an interim coach before. I thought there'd be a chance. But because of how he is or perceived by the media, I thought that obviously there's a chance that he could be a cartoon character. But there's also there's plenty of guys who they're good coaches and things just don't go the right way. I'm just I'm thinking about it in different ways going, are, are we finally starting to get to the point where analytics and experience are finally starting to mesh? Like John, as much as I love and respect John Dorsey, John never got it and probably still doesn't. But does Holmes get it over there? I think he does. I think he knows there's a mix. I bet Dan Campbell knows all that stuff, and he knows there's a motion to this game. You need dudes. You need dudes who are willing to pay the fiddler where other dudes aren't. That's where it can't be spark scores. But you can't have, you know, the old joke that Zach brings up about the guy saying we needed 22 Solomons. Mm-hmm. You can't have 22 Solomons. You're going to get a really hard-working team that's going to finish Two and fifteen, <laughs> like that's what you're gonna get. You're gonna get a hard nosed team that They're gets fight. boat raced every game. They're gonna fight like crazy and lose. What you're bringing up, though, a lot of if you have the right people, like I, I don't know if you could do it in the pros because it is it is such a chess match because the talent is right there. But what about college? Like I, I've brought this up to people who like when when Ryan Day was talked about Heartline, 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 and I go, man, I know some people in Cincinnati. And when he interviewed for that job, it was apparently not the best experience in the whole conversation there. But then I think if he has the right people around him and understands that they're the right people, it's not about learning on the job, but can you lead? He probably can lead, and he certainly can recruit. Uh, real quick. So the, that can help him. The the new head coach at Alabama, DeBoer. DeBoer. Uh, he, the rap on him is he can't recruit. Like he's not he's not a great recruiter. Well, Alabama knows this. They're not dumb. They're banking on the infrastructure of Alabama that Nick Saban has built in over time. Uh, it is going to sell itself for a few years. Then eventually it's going to be up to the coach. The coach is going to have to become right. a good recruiter. But they are willing to take the hit. You're going to take a hit no matter what you get to some extent. No matter who you take, there's going to be strengths and weaknesses for every head yeah. coach. And I saw Alabama people going, well, he can't recruit. He can't be an Alabama coach. Well, who did you want? Did, did you did you want Dabo Sweeney? All right, right now he can't recruit the portal. That's a problem. So that's he did a weakness. start on the portal. He did. Yeah. So there's gonna be a problem. None of these guys are perfect. If you if you offered the job to Urban Meyer, he's got some weaknesses too. Now, I mean, the, every every coach has a weakness uh, that that you want to try to mitigate as best you can, and also, you know, truly. Uh, you know, be able to pounce on the strengths. Yes, true. That's an important thing. Could Urban be nuclear? Yeah. Did you think that he could be uh, hired again by now? Or I thought it would you be. You let him air out. Honestly, it was like a Texas A&M situation. I thought he could get hired in the Wild Wild West. A school that is willing to look past some of the background and some of the issues. And I don't even know, like, is it that bad? What Think of all the bad things associated with Urban Meyer right now. Okay, he was caught flirting with girls. Young, Rich Rod, young college age. He's girls. at J State. Rich Rod's back, and he's coaching. He's he's back to coaching. Great. I mean, he is doing a great job. Hell yeah! Gamecocks were excellent this year. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I um I look at it that way. Like I, the Urban Meyer thing. Is there that much? But as when Urban, it comes to negatives, 
tough to work with. Urban I mean, might he's be, like Harbaugh. It's only going to be a few years. Urban I mean, might be too old, though. He might be too old. He might be too old, and he might be too successful. Hugh Freeze, mm-hmm. it obviously imploded um, at Ole Miss. Imploded. That's crazy to hear you say too old, by the way, because I, I was living it when Urban Meyer was the hot young coach. Well, yeah. And now it makes me feel well, old. Well, I don't want to say, yeah, I don't say too old, but, yeah, you know, old. you got three national yeah. championships, too old, too accomplished. Like, is he going to go back to – Hugh Freeze went to Liberty. Uh, I mean, and too old to Liberty, care, Liberty, though, Liberty. Right? And Liberty, Liberty started – yeah, <laughs> Liberty, Liberty started started winning, and now they're in a conference I that I don't – I don't know whenever Liberty, Liberty is going to yeah. lose another Liberty, conference game. Liberty, The same thing could be said for Rich Rodriguez. Rich Rodriguez – I mean, he got, what, eight wins? Did Rich Rod get him eight wins in Arizona? Yeah. Oh, I got a name for Arizona for you coming up in a second. Because um, I know we are the authority for Wildcat football. Do you think, like, Rich Rod goes to J-State after that, or they call it Jack State yeah. down there. I should probably get it right. And uh, that's Jacksonville, Alabama, correct? Mm-hmm. It's certainly not Florida. I know that. But I, I wanted Alabama, Mississippi. Jacksonville, Alabama. Okay, that's right. I remember yeah, that one Greenville. game, it was like 102 degrees, and he was sweating through his shirt, and they won that game. I don't know if Urban's going to do that. Like, Jack State's a school that is going from FBS to FCS, or excuse me, FCS to FBS. You know, Urban's not going to go down there. Urban's Urban's got a much better gig being on a t- desk at at Big Noon Kickoff. But as a school, like, <laughs> I think I just answered my own question while I wanted to answer ask my question. Go ahead. Florida, bring him back. <laughs> like Billy Napier might not make it to Halloween. I know, I know. It's like, why dispense with this? What, what are we are doing? You- just get rid of them now if that's what everybody's saying. I think the people I know that are big Florida fans would no. bring him back in an instant. Their schedule's hard this year, so it's like why let why let the new guy take those losses? You're not gonna win those games. Yeah. They're gonna be five and seven again. Napier's gonna be blown out. Let Billy Napier take yeah. those losses on his record. Let him do the work. And then you bring somebody else in. Now Urban what at that time will be what, fifty nine? Yeah. He left bad, but boy, while he was there, it was really good. Do you think they do it again? Because now Jed Fish is out of the conversation. And for now him. there are no rules. No, there are no rules in college football. No, yet somehow Michigan violates them all. But there seems to be no rules with three concurrent investigations. <laughs> Got an idea for Arizona football, by Go the ahead. way. Uh, I follow a guy who follows us. I think he's from the area. I'm not going to say his name. Uh, Brett Brennan, San Diego or San Jose mm-hmm. State. They start off one and five. They went bowling this year. Yeah, that, that immediately puts you on a radar when you have a season like that at a place like that. Arizona won nine in the regular season. Yeah. He, they won their bowl game. They finished 10 and three. Put Jed Fish, who Jed Fish has been Boy, through. Boy, the Jed Fish thing. I remember him when he was the quarterback coach of the Jags. Whew. With He was Blake Bortles', Blake Bortles. quarterback coach, right? Was he under Doug Marone? I'm, I think so. Yeah. Uh. And then he became the head coach at Arizona. I go, wow, this is a hell of a risk by Arizona. But, hey, you know, they've tried everything else, and they've sucked up the room. So what else are they going to do? And then in two years, he gets that thing turned around. And now I, you look at Arizona, it's like, all right, you need a builder. A guy like Brennan has done it with no money at San Jose State. Arizona is not necessarily spending a bunch. I think that was one of the reasons he left, that they were working on something. They were like, you're not serious about keeping me. Goodbye. Well, I have a question for you then. All right. We might be getting two in the weeds with college football. I don't but. care. Reports are Ohio State could be going after or already interviewing maybe Jason Candle of uh, Toledo. If you're Jason Candle, 
You saw what happened with uh, Sean Lewis. Lewis, okay? And he had to be redirected and was like, you know, I'm at Kent State. I've done what I can here. I'm going to go OC and yep. get on the radar. Yep. And boy, oh boy, I mean, your games are on national television all of a sudden. The old ways are new again. Go ahead and say what you're so, going to say. So if you're Candle, do you take OC at Ohio State or do you pursue the head coaching jobs? No. This is as good as it's going to get. You still lost the MAC championship uh-huh. game. Go. Go be an assistant. Go run your offense. Go take part of the credit for being an offensive coordinator you know at a be school good. that's going to be better they're offensively. Be and then go get yourself a better job. Because you at, at Toledo, Jason Candle. Th- see, things change, man. They've changed dramatically. Toledo, Mac schools, man, if you want to go head coach to head coach, Unless you are 13-0 and for about two years straight and win two MAC championships in a row, you're going to go to lower-level, big mid-to-lower-level Big Ten, and right now that's changing. Like yeah, you Urban, look, went Kurt, to, Urban went to Utah. Kurt Signetti. After BG. Yeah. Kurt Signetti. I'm going to give you a different re, I'm going to give you a different example. Hold off on that for a second. Kurt Signetti is going to go to Indiana. You know what they're going to get? They're going to get a guy who's probably going to get them six to seven wins consistently, and if the bowl system stays in place, is going to get them to a bowl game. Mm-hmm. And it's going to give them something to do, like Mark Stoops has at, at Kentucky, and he's won more than six to seven games a year, obviously. Going to give them something to do before, high, before college basketball season. There, That was... I think it could be the perfect hire instead of 22 or excuse me, 28 year old, 30 something year old guy who can go there and then flame out Mac head coach. They're going to get a guy who, who obviously is a builder with James Madison. Mm -hmm. They've never really been terrible, but he built with James Madison. He's going to go to Indiana. He's older. He's not, you're, you're not going to want to leave. He's not going to be floating away. It's the same thing what Kansas did with Lance Leipold. Lance Leipold is a legend in D three football. And then he decided to take the jump, moved up, moved up, moved up to Buffalo, moved up again. He's 59 years old. What the hell does he need the headaches of playing up there where Kansas Kansas is thrilled to have Lance Leipold and will hold on to him like grim death. He is their Bill, he could be their Bill Snyder if he wants to be. That's how much they love him. I still would have left for Washington. The reason I say you're way more ambitious. Yeah. You're he Anthony's 59 years old. I know. I know. He's got more money than he could ever have. He's got national championships at the D3 level. Maybe he'd want to take that swing in the national championship. Like, Kalen DeBoer has had great success at the D3 level, too. Yeah. Or NAIA or whatever the hell it is. And he decided to move on. He was what he started at Sioux Falls, I think it was, as a head coach. So there's a possibility there. The example I wanted to give you, where the old is new again. Same situation. Nick Saban. Head coach at Toledo in 1990, went to the Cleveland Browns to be the defensive coordinator. The rest is history. Like, you could go, and I think Sean Lewis, he saw it. I can go be Daryl Hazel yeah. and not be ready take for this the, situation. Take the Big Ten job you're not ready for or take, probably can't win at. And, and where it's going to be even harder now mm. to win. Where now we're bringing in even more competition. I'm going to draw these teams. And now my ceiling used to be eight can I get to eight wins? Joe Tiller had to change the way they do business yeah. at Purdue, God rest his soul, to, to get eight wins. Bring in a totally different style of offense. Be a hard, he had to be a hard fit 
for a lot of teams. He had to be a hard study for a lot of teams to go out there and win. And I don't think that anybody would want to do that ever again. You could be Daryl Hazel, and I hate to use him as an example, but you could go there, flame out in a couple years, and that's it, and we really haven't heard of him again. And then you could have a situation where, hey, I could leave Kent State, which is not serious about football in so many ways, even though their alum is, they is golden. Amazing, amazing, they have an yeah. amazing, like, it's, it's a who's who of football people mm-hmm. when you break it all down. But they're not serious about competing. And I'm saying that I know what my school is not very serious at, too. Or I could, and I could go to Purdue or I could go to one of these other schools and I can get rich, but I could go somewhere else, get a better job, compete. Nobody blames Sean Lewis at all on the Colorado situation. Colorado's biggest fans didn't blame Sean Lewis in that situation. And now he's going to go to San Diego State. He's in a beautiful part of the country. He's going to have a budget. He's going to have money money with that budget. It's easy to recruit in a beautiful part of the country. And I think he's going to be successful. He's going to bring that offense there. That offense was stagnant. No offense to Hoke. That offense was stagnant. He's going to bring that offense there. I'm telling you, that thing's going to get righted very, very quickly. He's going to be one of the hottest names in college There's football a in a couple of years. There's better case study, though, Kenny. There's a better case study. Record that, by the way. There's a better case study, though, Who? that we're forgetting about. Make a ton of money and then never have to coach again. Mel Tucker, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.